Hey there, this is the Shortlist Podcast on iTunes, Omni or whatever platform you listen to your potties on. We usually hang out with you from 4pm every Sunday on Sin 90.7. However, we're taking all our bits and pieces and popping them online for your convenience. We are Gloria and Ro and we're here to introduce you to all your new favourite artists. Hell yeah we are. We're digging into the inspirations, motivations and stories behind the bands on the way up. So come along for the ride. It's great to have you here. We also have another really exciting band um, outside of Australia this time. We're taking it to London, uh, Pumarosa. So they are doing some really, really cool things. I've only been around for a couple of years now, but man, they have so much buzz about them and it's all for good reasons. So they're a band out of London consisting of four members, um, Isabel Munoz Newsom, who is the lead vocalist, the front woman, just kind of like this enig- enigmatic presence about her. She's amazing. Uh, Nicholas Owen, Tomoya Suzuki and Jamie Neville. A little bit early in the week, I actually had a chat with Tomoya of the band. That was a nice catch up. We had a lot of laughs, which is uh, which is really pleasant. Um, so you get to hear that a little bit later. But uh, on the note of Pumarosa, we've got to give you a bit of background. Well, not let you get prepared for what you're going to hear. Um, so the band released their self-titled debut EP in September of last year. Um, it featured tracks like Priestess, um, which was repackaged from their um, album and a demo called Sinking Heart and Cecile. So that track um, catapulted them into the playlists of many around the world. Yeah, and that is the first track of theirs that we're going to play for you. So it did appear, as Gloria mentioned, it did appear on their very first EP. Um, there's not actually a lot of crossover between the EP and the album, I've noticed there's literally only one song which appears so priestess originally was on the ep it hasn't really been changed much it's now on the album it's still seven minutes 30 nice of uh just this long drawn out frenzy it's it's pretty amazing um but yeah cecile the track which really kind of picked the interest of a lot of people around the world around this country as well it got a lot of spins on our national youth broadcaster kind of brought it to the ears of many who'd never really heard of this you know four piece out of london who'd only been kicking on for about a year um i must admit it's a song that really grew on me um and yeah big fan of it so excited to give this one a play now so this is cecile it's a perfect way to start you're on the shortlist with gloria and roe And you're back on the shortlist with Rowan Gloria and you just heard from Pumarosa there with Cecile and for good reason because we're featuring them today. We are we are going to have a little a little chat while well, we did already have a chat with them. We're going to listen to a little bit of that chat. Um in the a uh, little bit you're going to hear next Tamoya explains how um Pumarosa uh, fatefully came together. Fatefully, that's a scary word. Well like <laughs> you know when he goes into it it's it's really like something out of the movies like it's just like yeah, it's so incredible how they actually came together. It's so, like, cinematic and fateful and, like, all these different words to describe it because, yeah, it's it's um, it's something that I, I definitely can't put in my own words. Which is why we let we let the artists explain everything exactly. for us. <laughs> um, also, the uh, new record, which was released on Friday the 19th, so very recently, um, as, um, as we chatted a couple of days prior, 
Um, I kind of like wanted to ask him how he was feeling in the lead up to the release because it was their first album. And um, yeah, so we kind of went into how he was personally feeling as well as the band and also like kind of went into how the record all came together. And it's really interesting because the record is, uh, it's a debut full length. It's called The Witch and it's this you know, incredible collection of songs which touch on so many pivotal topics in this modern day, like collectivism, frustration, euphoria, feminism, politics, aggression, and love. Um, It was also produced with the enigmatic, uh, that's my word of the day today. It's a nice word. (laughs) Uh, South London producer Dan Carey. So, yeah, it's really interesting to kind of like dig into what the record, I guess the process of creating it was like because lead singer Isabel had some really strong... um, things that she wanted to touch on and songs that she wanted to write, you know, in her own words. You know, The Witch is basically an album about, you know, what everything revolves around. You know, she is the female effigy meant as a warning to women but is taken as a symbol of resilience and power. She's branded as negative, sent underground and burnt at the stake of a th- uh, burnt at the stake a thousand times, but she's still here. We still love her. So Isabel really wanted to dig into talking about women, writing songs about women and like some really powerful figures. And so that was really interesting to kind of get an insight to, but also to how it actually was produced, how things came together, how it was working with Dan Carey. I'm very excited to hear all of this. Let's let's get right into it. This is Tamoya. As the story goes, yourself and Jamie met the rest of the band at um, Manor House Warehouse. I'd just love to know, how did the band all come together? Well, I think um, I think Nick and Isabel they they went to go to they went they went to start a new band with someone else, and then, and then the someone else didn't turn up, and so they met. I think, and so they thought, oh, we've come to this place. We may as well play some music, and then. So they started playing. Uh, then they started playing together, and then they got in this bassist called Henry, who was with us for a while. And, uh, and then my auntie has a pub in London called the George Tavern, which is this, like great pub with like uh, they had like good bands on and stuff like that. So anyway, I used to play there every month with this house band, and we have a guest singer every every month. And one month it was Isabel, and Nick came and played drums. And so they asked if I'd like to join. So I, so then I joined and. Uh, and then we got Jamie in, who was like a friend of a friend of Isabel's, I think. Uh, and yeah, that was probably like four years ago, three, four years ago. So yeah, we've just been doing that since. So your brand new album, The Witch, is just days away from release, which is super exciting. Um, how are you yeah. feeling in the lead up? Uh, excited. I just want it to be out, really. It's been like ready for a while. So it's, uh, yeah, I've been really looking forward to uh, just, just getting it out there. Yeah, totally. Um, can you tell us a little bit about how the record all came together? Was it something that took quite a lot of time to perfect or did you find that when you were writing it all just came really naturally? Sort of. Well, I mean, like, some some of the... It, because it's our first album, like, a lot of the songs... I mean, the, so, the, the, the songs span from quite a long period of time. So there are some songs in there that were, like... Um, that were there right from the start of the band. And uh, other songs which were much more recent, and uh, I think when we were starting out, maybe for the first couple of years, we were we did a lot of like exploring into different, into I mean I guess different genres in a way, but like you know we we'd like we'd take a track and we'd work on it, and we'd end up with like three or four different versions. And I think the process of doing that, we all kind of like learn how each other, how we all play, how we work together well, what we kind of excites us all and individually as well 
and so it's kind of like a it was a a, a bit as an interesting process of kind of exploration and trying to uh kind of figure out what will what what Puma Rosa actually actually was I guess yeah had any of you come from like different bands and different projects where you've kind of like I guess almost like changed the dynamic by starting a new band like say did someone come from a band of a completely different genre and then kind of came in with all these new influences yeah yeah definitely so I think every time someone joined there was definitely like a, a shift and we started like trying different stuff out that was um to do with that actually like uh me, Henry, he played bass, and Jamie had all been like playing in metal bands when we were younger. And like, I studied music, so I used to sing like in a choir every day and play loads of, like jazz and classical music and uh, all sorts of stuff. So yeah, but I think it's in like I studied a lot of work. I was studying a lot of world music at the time in London when I when I joined the band. So I remember as we first started, we'd be trying to like uh, trying out some like patterns for gamelan, which is like the Indonesian percussion orchestra, and trying to like work them out on. Uh, guitar and sax and stuff like that so was, I think it was like really important that we had such an open an open uh, attitude to, to different styles and genres and each other and yeah I think it was good which means now we've got like this music that feels really honest to all of us I think and, and to us as a, as a as a collective group of people What I also really like about them is the way they like embrace art and different forms of art I think that's really very cool we were just chatting about how cool we think it is. Um, Frontwoman Isabel is an established painter, dancer, and general creative, and she produced the album and the single artwork, which is very super, super cool. Yes. I can't even draw a stick figure, so shout-outs to you, <laughs> Isabel. <laughs> it's really beautiful, and like it's kind of added to this whole consistency with every every one of their releases. So it's all got the same like aesthetic to it, but it's... Yeah, it's very like I guess pure and authentic because it's coming from the band directly. Just yeah. keep keep it in house, do your thing. Yeah, and like on that note of keeping things in house, whenever they can, the band also like to work with their fellow artist friends. So when you think about the videos for Priestess and Dragonfly, which we just heard, and also Cheeky Heads Up, you're about to hear Priestess. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, they were produced in collaboration with friend Holly Hunter, and in the video for Priestess, Isabel's sister Fernanda a dancer and choreographer took center stage. And so she's like the main figure in, in the video, which is really, really cool. So yeah. Talk about a band, you know, doing, doing things for themselves, really kind of honing their own image and their own brand. Right. And also like helping, I guess, get together with their own mates who also have skills that they can work together to utilize. So support your mates. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, We're going to head to the second part of the interview with Tamoya from the band. Um, In this particular clip, he explains how living in a vivid music community like London has actually affected their music. Um, It's been a huge influencing factor in their sound, uh, which they kind of cheekily refer to as industrial spiritual. (laughs) They were also in the country a couple of months back and apparently it was an absolute blast. But he tells us all about it. (laughs) Let's get right into it. So obviously you've got such a vivid community within the band itself but um, obviously you're part of the music community in London um, I'm just wondering does that have like an impact on your music at all I think it must do I mean yeah I think it'd be impossible if it didn't I mean sometimes we all go sometimes we all see a band together or people see a band and then the next time we jam we're really really obviously like influenced by something we've seen if we've all been excited by it um, 
So yeah, I think you just pick up the influence of like uh, the music that's around you. I mean, like I live in a house, a wonderful house in Manor House, full of like my friends and musicians, and we all play in like lots of bands and play lots of music and all of that kind of stuff feeds into it. As well as like, I mean, like the other day I was just sitting on the train and uh, people in interviews always ask us about uh, industrial spiritual, and I was like. I was, think, I was thinking about that, and I was just listening to the train, like and like motoring along, and I was just thinking, yeah, this like this train, this like this such like industrial, kind of, like motoric, kind of unhuman, kind of relentless uh, sound to it, just like chugging on the tracks. And I was, I think, then I started listening to some like Indian classical music or something. And I could still hear the train in the background, and I was like, oh yeah, that's kind of like uh, industrial spiritual, and it kind of made me think of that. Uh, of that, that term in a different in a different way, which I quite like. But so yeah, you're getting influenced by all the music around you, the people around you, the sounds around you. Just like I mean, that same day I then got on my bike and there's some guy drove up on a motorbike and like the sound of his motorbike was amazing. Just like you, and, and then went home and made some music and I was just like, yeah, you're so inspired by like everything that goes on around you. It's great. Yeah, cool. Well, I didn't even need to ask you about industrial because you answered it already. (laughs) (laughs) So it's probably the first interview you've had in a while that didn't ask about it. And you know what? I don't have to, so it's all good. It's definitely the first interview where I I brought it up (laughs) rather than the person interviewing you. Normally, someone asks you, like, oh, bugger, which (laughs) I've written that down sometimes. (laughs) <laughs> Love it. <laughs> cool. Well, um, you guys were actually touring the country uh, just a couple of months back, yeah. playing some shows um, in Australia. Um, how was the experience of playing, you know, your, your debut shows over here? Yeah, it was great. Uh, the weather was amazing, which was really, really nice. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I really, I really enjoyed it. It was nice to, like, uh, hang by the beach of Sydney and Melbourne was such a beautiful town. And uh, I got some, like, uh, Australian relatives, so... I rarely see, so uh, my cousin and auntie came to a show, and that was nice. So yeah, it was, yeah, it was good. Yeah, awesome. Do you um do you feel like you'll be back to play a couple more shows, maybe sometime? Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. 